Log Talk Radio. Good morning, and welcome to Live Dharma Sunday. If you have called in to listen to this morning's broadcast, please note that all lines have been placed on mute to avoid background interference. If you are joining us from either the Bright Dawn Ning site or the Blog Talk Radio site, please note that it is not necessary to call in. If you are experiencing loss of audio or the Blog Talk Radio player is not working properly, please refresh your page and hit the play button once more. It may take a few moments for your browser to complete the buffering process. Once again, welcome to Live Dharma Sunday and enjoy the broadcast. Good morning and welcome everyone to Live Dharma Sunday for December 17th, 2017. Koyo Kubosa here. So very, very glad you joined us right in the middle of December. Yep, and we're on the cusp of the winter holiday season. (laughs) Things are getting to be hectic in a good way. No. U stress, they call it EU, meaning good kind of stress. Family getting together and everything, but it's still stress nevertheless. So you've got to go with the flow, keep good perspective. Okay. And you know, sometimes it's because we care so much about good things that. Caring is uh, uh, creates well, you know where uh, let's say you have young kids, a couple of kids, and one gets a present or something, and the other one says, "Hey, well, come on, you know, well, come on, share, share that, share that toy, you know," and it becomes a squabble. Oh, a good thing causes, you know, conflict. There's an irony there. Well, that's what life is all about. Huh? And uh, we might, it's easy to see the uh, this when you're looking at somebody else, or especially if you're looking at kids, you say, oh, they're emotionally immature, they're still young. But adults have it in different nuances and subtle ways. Huh? This is really... Uh, you know, Dharma opportunities on all levels. I had an interesting realization yesterday. Uh, there was a, uh, we had a family visit. Uh, one, you know, came in Friday and they stayed Saturday and they had to leave Saturday 
evening, real quick, in and out. But uh, nine-year-old girl, <laughs> family, you know, uh, member, and uh, for some reason, uh, the Chicago Bears was playing a football game on TV Saturday afternoon. And uh, since I'm a ex-Chicagoan, I still follow the Bears. Uh, and uh, even though I don't know the players, something about you know, the hometown. So I was watching the game in the living room. And <clears throat> Brooke, nine-year-old girl, She doesn't know anything about sports, okay? And she sees that I'm rooting for the Bears. And she goes, what's going on, you know? So I was trying to explain the rules of football, but she just, she wanted to know uh, who's winning. And I said, well, you see, on the bottom there, you could see the score, and Detroit has 13, (laughs) and Bears have zero. So, uh, you know, the Bears are bears are losing right now. And she got kind of upset. She says, but I don't want the Bears to be losing. Um, something beyond rooting, uh, <laughs> you know, uh, uh, sort of like, uh, I mean, and then she, you know, walked around to her mom and said, hey, mom, the Bears are losing. I don't want the Bears to be losing. And uh, I, was, I just was thinking about this. I didn't get a chance to <laughs> talk to her about this, but I, I was thinking about this. And the next chance I get, I'm going to have to communicate to her in her own world, on her own level, on her own world, this uh, perspective about, you know, never too early to talk about life. <laughs> and we might not realize it, you know, adults, I said, but the fact of that there is losing uh <clears throat> is what makes the winning so great. Mm-hmm. That's what, the, you know, sports is all about, following a team and everything. There's no guarantee that they're always going to be champions or win all the time. Mm-hmm. That's what makes sports so, you know, engrossing. Uh, but in her mind, there's winning and losing, and, hey, you got to win. And uh, see the interaction between opposites. That's what human life is all about. Mm-hmm. And Buddhism and the te- Dharma teachings too. You know, it's not just uh, uh, win lose, but in all things, success, failure, health, sickness, life, death. You know, man, I thought that. That was a revelation. 
Dharma teaching, man, oh man. Well, today I'd like to introduce the guest to give us a Dharma glimpse, Michael Chignon. Um lives in Texas. He was part of our LM3 group. And let us hear from Michael Chignon. The title of my Dharma glimpse is Why Dharma Glimpses? I'd like to talk a little bit about why we do Dharma glimpses. First off, what is a Dharma glimpse? To put it simply, it is an insight from everyday life. This is what makes them so important. Bright Dawn is a lay-oriented organization. It isn't about having a clergy and lay member dichotomy. Instead, its focus is on everyday spirituality. This is for the individual to enhance his or her spiritual growth. Anyone can become a lay minister. It just takes some commitment. This may not be for everyone, but anyone can learn the practice of Dharma glimpses. My point in bringing this up is that in reflecting on my lay ministry training, the Dharma glimpse is at the core. If you learn nothing else from Bright Dawn, learn this simple practice. It is life-changing. One might think, well, I've listened to several Dharma glimpses and I've never really gotten much out of them. This may be true, but the Dharma glimpse isn't necessarily for anyone else. Of course, some do get some good nuggets from hearing others' glimpses, and this is why we share them. However, the reason I say they are for the individual is that you will get the most from your own experiences and insights. There are many practices in Buddhism, and it's up to the individual to choose what works for his or her individual situation. The Dharma glimpse is always readily available. One just needs to pause and pay attention. You don't have to prepare a talk about your insight, but journaling does help. There are also some practices that may help one to observe these insights more readily. Some forms of mindfulness meditation, for example. For me personally, I do Shinzen Young's Unified Mindfulness. Most importantly, though, it's, it's really about paying attention. These little insights can be found anywhere and at any time. I've experienced them in, while hiking, practicing martial arts, watching my pets, and even sitting on the porch. So take the time, even if just a minute or two here and there, to be aware. Pick up a notebook for jotting down these insights. This is a practice that offers great spiritual benefit that is always available. Thank you. Thank you very much. Yeah, that's really so true. And I think <laughs> uh, it's it's a gem, really. And uh, it's shining. <laughs> it's you know, it's polished. It's cut and polished, and it could be uh, has a raw beauty to it that you want to shine, shine it up. Um, Dharma glimpses, giving Dharma glimpses. And um, not to take, first of all, really learning what they're about and then constantly not taking them for granted that, uh, and that this is a, indeed, you got you use the, the context of saying, hey, this is the practice. This is the, you know, and 
where it is in the context of one's own spirituality, spiritual practice, one's journey, okay? And appreciation of it, its importance, Um, yeah, the crucialness of it, okay? And how it fits in with everything, okay? That's what a very basic thing is. You know, there's Buddhism, and then there's talking about Buddhism. See, this is a big difference. And a lot of uh, people that get interested in the Dharma teachings say, oh, if they want to express something, they want to express something, they they have a, I don't know if you call it a a bias or uh, just a, no, it can't be, not really a, well, uh, an awareness that um, you want to talk about deep, profound, te- about deep, profound teachings, okay? And they don't realize that their own life is the Dharma teachings, okay? They see the Dharma as something outside of themselves. So, oh, this is some, you know, oh, the, the great, you know, uh, teachings, the great concepts, the great ideas, the great, uh, you know, deep, profound, philosophical teachings. But the teachings is not reality. That's just the finger, and they really (laughs) fall in love with the finger pointing to the moon. You know, like a little kid, you say, point to the moon, say, hey, there's the moon, look at that. And the young child looks at your finger. Adults, we are the same way. (laughs) Uh, What's so profound about ordinary, everyday something in one's own life. Okay. Um, uh, it's a form of maybe a great book title, Invisible Eyelashes. Sometimes we can't see something that's too close to us. Okay. Don't appreciate it, not even, you know, the eyes point outward and we don't see, have the inner eye of wisdom. Uh, I think there's a lot that could be elaborated on this whole aspect, and um, it involves creativity, the openness. Uh, there's kind of a scariness about potentiality. So what's, you know, oh, oh, what do I know? What, what what value can I, if I look in, introspection into myself, what if nothing is there? What if something d- doesn't measure up? What if... Uh, this, what if that? Okay. Creativity is to say, be open to say, hey, whatever it is, hey, let me take a look at that. Wow, hey, hee, ha, whoo. You know? To really appreciate the, uh, not just the excitement, the meaningfulness, but the, the create, to live a meaningful, creative life. Huh? I, I don't, my father used the word creative quite a quite a bit, and I had an interesting conversation with a older man once. While well, he was a what's called a Nisei, second generation Japanese American, and they're kind of old fashioned <laughs> stereotype, but kind of old fashioned, you know, very self-effacing generation. And we talked, we're talking about creativity. He said, "Oh, I don't like that word. That sounds like." too individualistic. 
somehow you're 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 you know have pride in your own that you you created something or you know you're praising yourself. I had never thought about that. That's something that you need to get over with the judgment. Okay, uh, that creativity is is to be sort of hidden and not pushed out there. My creativity. Look at my great creativity. We're not talking about that kind of a judgments. This is just one's own personal private thing that's that's why spirituality is personal experience. Okay. Religion as a external teachings, the whole goal is to change oneself, how one experiences things. You know, activity is essential. Because that means it involves something very vital and not just mm, dead words, somebody else's dead words, okay? Somebody else's chewed food that you eat. No, you got to eat your own fruit, you know? You'll find out there's some wonderful flavors there. Hey, hey, that's all for today's broadcast. Till next time. Keep going, and you have a beautiful day. Thank you.